Welcome in to Red Zone Radio. It is great to be here. Great to have you. Just a reminder, you can listen to Red Zone Radio on the IRD app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that you get your podcast. We have a lot to get into today, including Justin Fields saying he's a top five running quarterback of all time. The New York Jets are the first team to have everyone report for training camp, and their training camp started today. And is Bill Belichick on the hot seat this year if he doesn't get it done? We'll get into all that and more on this episode of Red Zone Radio. Let's get started with Justin Fields because people are online are, are upset about this because he said, basically he said he's a top five running quarterback of all time. Now, the argument against him saying this is he doesn't have a great record. He is struggling. You need to have some self-awareness. I understand where all those arguments are coming from. And I am a person that believes whether you are a football player, whether you are an accountant, no matter what you are, whatever you say to people that are not your family and, and really good trusted friends or people that you trust, you have to be very measured in what you say to them. It's extremely important. And I think that rule is even more important when you are a quarterback in front of a podium and what you say gets broadcast everywhere for everyone to hear because you're the face of an NFL franchise. I think that's extremely true for Justin Fields. However, I don't necessarily think it's outrageous what he said. He said he's a top five running quarterback of all time. What I took that to mean was Running ability alone as a quarterback, he's a top five talent all time. Whether it's true or not, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. I've I've seen some of his runs. There aren't that many other quarterbacks that can do it as good as him in the history of the game in terms of just running down the field. I mean, he he looks like a receiver sometimes with the runs he's able to pull it off. With the runs he's able to pull off. Now, do I think it was the smartest thing in the world to say? No, but I mean, is it? that big of a deal like in my opinion is this really that big of a deal and I understand that sports media needs topics to talk about but this is something that I really did not see the harm in him saying people are like well he's not a top five quarterback all time he has a losing record if Caleb Williams of USC came out today and said he's a top five college quarterback of all time. Would you have an issue with that? I want to have an issue with it. I don't think a lot of scouts would have an issue with it. People are saying he's the best scout of all time. But if he said that, nobody would be like, well, he doesn't have a national championship. Well, he lost to Tulane. Caleb Williams struggled twice against Utah and he lost to Tulane in a bowl game, and he doesn't have a national championship, and he could come out and say that today, and I, nor would anybody else, have a problem with that statement. Because it's not it's not that outrageous when you think about it talent-wise. Talent-wise, he certainly is. He's arguably the best prospect of all time. So this thing that Justin Fields said about him being a top-five running quarterback of all time, I don't think it's that big of a deal. To be honest with you, it wouldn't even be a topic on this podcast had it not been brought up on so many other sports media shows 
bigger shows than, than this. I'm just saying on TV shows and stuff like that. So that's even the only reason it's a topic is because people have gotten so worked up about this. I don't, I don't think it's that big of an issue. I really don't. Okay. Bill Belichick is a coach that the last couple of years has been held to an impossibly unfair standard. And for whatever reason, now the conversation is, should he be on the hot seat? I understand, like I said earlier, that sports shows need topics to talk about. But to just disregard and disrespect everything that Bill Belichick has done in his career and throw out false narratives that are not true factually because you want to make a topic for your show is completely bad journalism and shouldn't be a thing. Bill Belichick, the narrative that is now out there is since Tom Brady left him in 2020, he has sucked as a coach, he has a losing record, and he cannot win games. Okay. Not only are those things not true, but this is where context matters. Of course, when Tom Brady left, he was leaving to go to his own players. He kind of caught, caught New England off guard. He was leaving and attracting other players to Tampa Bay. Of course, he was going to be more successful. Now, did anyone necessarily think that he was going to win a Super Bowl the first year he left New England? No. But of course, he was going to be more successful than Bill Belichick at first because he got to choose the players. He chose where he went. He left New England without a quarterback. Of course, he was going to be more successful. So no, Bill Belichick hasn't won a Super Bowl since Tom Brady has left. But he has got Mac Jones at a winning record. Bill Belichick himself is 25 and 25. So he's sitting there at 500. And he has a playoff appearance. And his three quarterbacks since Tom Brady has left have been an old Cam Newton, Mac Jones, who I like, but many people consider him limited, and Brian Hoyer, who was a second-string quarterback that had to go in the game because their starter had COVID. Bill Belichick's teams have not been loaded. They've had to play Josh Allen twice a year. They have to play Tyreek Hill twice a year now. He's been in the AFC with Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen. Now Aaron Rodgers is in the division. And I understand you can't just make excuses for everything. But when I look at the teams that he has had since Tom Brady has left, and I look at the competition he has had a face since Tom Brady has left, I, I don't even know how he got to 500. Tell me the best player on the Patriots roster since Tom Brady has left. 
at whatever position you want and tell me if he's even top five in the league at that position. Everybody else has a top five. Every other competitor and perennial playoff team has a top five player at a certain position. Most of the time, it's quarterback. He does not have that. Now, I understand the argument. Well, he needs to reload. He needs to get players. I understand that. But I'm just saying this argument about he's done nothing since Tom Brady has left. What other coach, including Andy Reid, Kyle Shannon, Sean Payton, those guys are all great. Sean McVay, those guys are terrific offensive minds and, and football minds are general, have very high football IQ. Put them in Bill Belichick's shoes the past couple years with the same teams. Do you think they're going to be that much better? Give or take give or take one or two games, I would bet the record would be the same. I would bet the competition that Bill Belichick has to face in a loaded division, a loaded conference, with the teams that he has had without a quarterback, I would say it's been the same record. This this argument about Bill Belichick needs to be on the hot seat because he, he just hasn't won since Tom Brady has been gone. It's false. He's actually won a bunch of games. And he's done so rather impressively. In particular, when you look at not just the teams he's had, the coaching staffs he's had. And it's not to call anybody out, but these other coaching staffs that he's facing are loaded with young, very high IQ football minds in the AFC. And it's only getting better. He has been putting on a coaching clinic. I'm not saying that he's been perfect since Tom Brady has left. I wouldn't have made a defensive coordinator the offensive coordinator. I think they could draft the receiver position better. But this all this cannot all just come back on Bill Belichick. The guy has won six Super Bowls. And this is coming from someone... That is a firm believer that Tom Brady was more responsible for those Super Bowls than he was because he played quarterback. But but people that come out now and say he should be fired, he's not a good coach, Tom Brady carried him. Did it help that Tom Brady or Bill Belichick had the greatest quarterback in the history of football playing for him when he won six Super Bowls? Did it help him? Yes. Would he have won as many Super Bowls without Tom Brady? Probably not, but I can make the same exact argument the other way with Tom Brady, and I just, I really, I understand that he's not the most likable guy in the world. He doesn't give the media all the quotes they want. He gets upset at things. He hasn't had a perfect career. He has made mistakes. He has done stuff that, off the field, but... This this is completely a made-up narrative that people want to push. And it, 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 it upsets me. When the media starts doing stuff like this, it's why they cannot be trusted. And this is not a political thing. I'm talking about the sports media. Okay? You cannot pick and choose who you like and who you don't like when the facts are staring you in the face and saying... No, you're wrong. It's actually the exact opposite of what you're saying. To be honest, Bill Belichick, since Tom Brady's left, has kind of been like the national punching bag to the media. 
in particular to all the media who loves the new generation of young coaches, and and I do too. They are great. Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid, Sean McVay, Lincoln Riley, Ryan Day. Those guys are as smart as anybody in the country on the offensive side of the ball. And Bill Belichick is everything that the media hates. He's older. He's a defensive coach. He doesn't give the media the quotes they want. But let's not let's not be biased and, and let's not kid ourselves. He can coach. He should have a coaching job, and he does, and rightfully so. And it should not be taken away from him until he proves that he cannot coach or until he is ready to give it up. He is less than 20 wins away from all-time wins. He's got six Super Bowls. People in the media are upset that he's got a coaching job. Okay. Okay. But the second you say that, you lose all credibility. You shouldn't be a journalist. You should not be on TV talking about this. All right, let's move on. So, I am not a person who is against athletes speaking out. Athletes can have whatever opinion they want, as can anybody in the United States. But something that bothers me sometimes with athletes, professional athletes, and I'm not saying this is the case for everybody that demands a trade or everybody that has frustrations with how much they make. I'm talking about professional athletes. I'm not saying that I have a problem with that. But sometimes I think professional athletes, and not just them, everyone, but professional athletes, since this is a sports podcast, they they lack self-awareness. It is hard for me to have sympathy for an athlete that maybe wants an extra $6 million on his contract, wants an extra even $2 million on his contract. Saquon Barkley is a guy that I have really liked. He's been one of the best running backs in the NFL. He's been one of my favorite players. I have really enjoyed watching him play. He's so unique. His skill set is just unmatched. He is, he is very gifted. He can play the position. There's no doubt about that. But now he's frustrated with how much he's making. He got franchise tagged yesterday. And all these running backs had a problem with it. And they spoke out about it on Twitter. Again, if you have a problem with something and, your opinion it, and you have an opinion on it, you have the right to speak on it. But I think... Saquon Barkley is looking for sympathy from the wrong crowd. Charles Barkley talked about this, uh, I want to say about five, six months ago on First Take when they asked him about NBA players sitting out of games. And he said, along, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said along the lines, he said, look, people that are working in the steel mill are tired too. He said they're working... 12, 15 hour days. So it, it, and my point is, 
if you are a fan, I'm not, I'm not going to have sympathy for Saquon Barkley. He's making $10 million. He's mad because he's not making more. And I understand, comparing professional sports to other jobs, they are two totally different things. But there's a lot of things when you sign up to be a professional athlete that are great and luxurious and terrific. But since you get all of that, there are also difficulties that you're going to have to face being a professional athlete that other jobs are not going to have, such as pressure, millions of people watching you at your job, uh, being cut, getting pay cuts, getting injured, whatever it may be. But don't look to the fans out on Twitter and be like, look at this, they're only paying me $10 million. I, It's not going to garner sympathy from a lot of fans. It's not going to relate to a lot of fans. It's the reason why NBA has lost touch with its fans. Because nobody else can relate to what the NBA is doing. People have to work. They have to go to jobs. And the NFL kind of is the only league left that stands for that. Baseball pitchers take regular nights off. Basketball star players take regular nights off. The NFL is the only one where if you're injured, you kind of have to go in unless you really cannot do it. And now, Saquon Barkley's sitting out. He's not the only one. He's not the one that's guilty of it. But Saquon Barkley's sitting out. I promise you, the NFL and Roger Goodell wants to get this under control. They want to protect that shield. Part of what makes the NFL the most popular sport in America is that it's relatable to the American people. If you're injured, you got to fight through it. This is not relatable to anybody. Being upset because you're making $10 million a year. And I understand the people that are like, well, look at what Patrick Mahomes is making and all this. He's a quarterback. I'm not saying that all the rules that are set in place are fair or right or justice or whatever the word is that you want to use. But they are there. And just because of your opinion on stuff, an NFL franchise, which which is worth about $4 billion on the average, is not going to just say, well, I know we got this tight salary cap to fight up against. And I know that we're trying to compete in a league with star-studded quarterbacks. But because Saquon Barkley wants his money, I think we're going to make an exception this one time. This is a business. This is a multi-billion dollar business. Saquon Barkley's little Twitter rants are not going to change that. And this I didn't mean to make this specifically about Saquon Barkley. But it is incredibly tone deaf to sit there and whine on Twitter that you're making $10 million a year. Who, who are you trying to get sympathy from? The Giants don't care. The fans cannot relate. And no, I understand Saquon Barkley was not given that. He worked to be in the NFL. I'm not taking any of that away from him. But what do you want? You're a running back who gets hurt on the regular. You want the Giants to just ignore the facts? That's another thing that bothers me about professional athletes. And this is not uh, this is not a rant. I don't mean all professional athletes, but I mean because there are a f- select few 
superstars across the three major sports that have done this, sitting out until they get what they want. Lamar Jackson. I didn't like that Lamar Jackson sat out last year, but at the same time, he had the leverage. What was Baltimore going to do? He's a star quarterback, and they need a quarterback. They had to pay him. I didn't like a couple years ago that Dak Prescott sat out. I didn't think he was worth all the money they gave him. But what was Dallas going to do? They need a quarterback. Dak is a completely capable quarterback and a great leader. They had to pay him. I did not like the fact that Deshaun Watson sat out because Houston was not giving him the contract that he wanted. Now, we all know a bunch of other stuff came out, but I'm just saying at the time, he was their franchise cornerstone. They had to pay him. Saquon Barkley is a great running back. You can get 80% of him in the third round of the draft. You can get 80% of him in free agency. No, there's probably not a lot of running backs that are quite as dynamic or quite as fast or quite as valuable, but there are other good running backs out there that are itching for that opportunity and will take it and will gladly take the $10 million that he's making. He plays a different position. I'm not a believer that the running back is not valuable, but to say that you're not making enough at $10 million as a running back? I don't know. It's just maybe you feel differently about it. I personally feel like it comes off as a little bit whiny, a little bit, I, I wanted my money, didn't give it to me. But that is just, that's just my opinion on it. Alright, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Red Zone Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back later in the week with more NFL and college football news. We did not get to any college football today, but I do not want this to just run on and on. I promise we'll get some college football news. SEC media days are this week, so we will be covering those uh, and more on the next episode of Red Zone Radio. But thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, and I will see you next time on Red Zone Radio.